this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters Friday. Get tickets now. It's time for the show that brings the magic right to your speakers. Ears up! Hey everybody, welcome to the show. We're going to start this off with kind of a bummer, a breaking news. Yeah, Small fire reported at Disneyland Park. Yeah. Apparently it's out, though, but just after 6 p.m., a small fire was reported at Disneyland Park. Uh, it may have started in a vegetarian uh, vegetation area of the park. Vegetarian. So, vegetarian. Those vegetarians, man, this is what happens. Let's Don't save me. the planet. But burn Disneyland down. <laughs> so I just was watching a video of it, um, and it looks like it's behind the firehouse, but where... The uh, like um, Jungle Cruise, yeah. You know how like the firehouse kind of butts up to the Jungle Cruise in that area. Mm-hmm. Looks like it was right there. And my aunt yeah, and cousin crazy. are there right now, so I tried to get a hold of them to see if they would come on live and talk about it. But uh... so, what did you actually see, man? I don't know. There's some smoke. Cool. All right. Thank you very much. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Appreciate that very much. I like it very much. Whatever, we would have a witness and no one else would on their po- live podcast That's today, right now. Can I get a witness? Um, <laughs> Can I get a witness? The chat room is saying there's no sound. Is that just because of the delay? Should be. I don't know. Let's find out. There better be. Better be sound. Oh, I'm so mad. I. You know what? This chat room gives me nothing but trouble, <laughs> dude. Like, Well, it, it's good information to have. It is good information to have. You're absolutely correct. But it's just, it's like nothing but trouble. Oh, yeah, there's nothing going. Oh, dear. Why not? I don't know. Can you fix it? I don't know. Yeah. It should be. I tested it. I've done a lot of stuff on the... Well, what is overhead? That was That's new. That's just a camera, that's a camera. I don't know. It has a volume thing on it. Why is it... Uh... I haven't even had any wine yet. I don't even understand. Whatever. Okay, now something's going. Now something's going. All right, well... I don't know why. All yeah. I did was push up one. I pushed properties. Okay, now it stopped. So if I open properties, then it seems to be working. Okay, so it must not be default. It must be line in. Okay, well. Uh, can you guys hear now? You're on that. I, th- well, I think it's working now. I think maybe. it's working. Okay. So, um, you know, I don't Hopefully know. Hopefully it sounds good. I mean, yeah, it'll, I'll be so it'll mad be if it doesn't. No, nah, it's all right. Don't worry about it. They didn't miss much. Let's keep going. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, today on the show, they can they can hear us. Okay, great. We have Terrence we talking to us about trackless ride systems. Yes. What's going on there? Not a lot. I don't know why I channeled uh, <laughs> Sully just there. What's going on there? No. Um. Just kind of going through the the progression of what Disney has done with their trackless ride system, going from what it looked like, you know. In the 70s of having a ride without tracks to what it looks like now. All right. Yeah. I love it. Cool. 
Yeah. I like it. We'll see. Don't say that yet. <laughs> I think it's going to be terrible. I think so, too. Oh, great. Thanks. You think so? Thanks. No, I, I'm bad. just kidding. Crap. Yeah, well, that's probably true. Uh, yes, uh, in case you've noticed, I am wearing my track suit in favor of this show, in honor of this show. And I have washed it, so Jeremy, calm down. I feel like we should all wear tracksuits. No, I think we should all wear tracksuits. I think you need a tracksuit. You can get a velour tracksuit. I really, really don't want a tracksuit. I just want to. I'm all right. Point out that I, I at some point in my life owned a velour tracksuit. Wow, you are basic. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I knew that, but like, wow. Did it say juicy on the what color? It said uh, BCBG. <laughs> Even better. Of course it did. And uh, what it color say, was it? It didn't say juicy. It said was gravy. It light pink. <laughs> it was light gray. Oh, okay. But that's, that's at least better. But I think. The, Thank I you, Terrence. I think there was a colored zipper. I don't remember. It was hella comfortable. There. I'm telling you. So I had the pants on already today, and I'm like, do I have to change the? Uh, uh, oh, Terrence's thing is on. Do I have to change my pants? I just because I, I hate like part of the show. I just like wearing my jammies. Yeah. Because what do I care? I'll yeah. throw on a shirt and then really I'll just go to, to embrace b- that. I know. Um, so I just got the. I just freshly washed the jacket. Got it right out of the dryer. Threw it on. I'm ready for the show. Nice. I'm ready to work, everybody. Let's do it. But before we get there, you can find us on social media: Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest. We also have uh, the Supreme Resort has their own group, our <clears throat> our other little show there. So be sure to uh, go like them, go subscribe to their feed, uh, auto download all the shows so you don't miss a thing, and then join them on the Supreme Resort Facebook group. It's a lot of fun. Yes. So I went on the Facebook group. I don't know if I joined it or if I just stalked it. I think you have. You to have join to join. It. Maybe I joined. I, whatever. I didn't comment or anything. But like some of the conversations that go back and forth I are. Know. So great. I know, <laughs> right? Like, so we, much entertainment. There so I'm I'm actually considering starting a Facebook group for this show, but I don't want to have another thing to have to be responsible for. So I'm not gonna do it. But <laughs> Dan runs the, the, the Supreme Resort group and people have very uh, hard opinions. They have opinions on that show. And they are not afraid to let them fly in that group. So it is very cool, especially for a show like that that's already built to be polarizing. It's a great it's a great thing to do. So if you like that show really or if you like arguing with your fellow Disneyland fan or Disney World fan or whatever, check that or group out. Or just watching other people argue. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Uh, any feedback on this show goes to Taryn at earsup-podcast.com. Show suggestions goes to Terrence at earsup-podcast.com. You can say hi Hello. to Bev and anything else comes to me, Jason. Earsup-podcast.com. Why do I feel like I'm like super low? But I think everything's fine, you right? Sound great. Sound fine. Yeah, we're Everyone good. sounds fine. Let me turn let me turn myself up. We've been making a lot of um, adjustments to the studio. We, Jason. No. Jason yeah. has done a lot. No, no, we, for sure. Taryn has done, no. Uh, yeah, so <laughs> no. we bought um, um, some mic arms. Corey, remember our friend Corey? Uh, he's now doing the uh, Unpacked podcast, yep. the old Unpacked pod, and uh, um, something, the theme park pulse, I guess. Yes. I don't know, whatever he's doing. That's the <laughs> umbrella company, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I bought these mic arms from him. I bought another microphone from Taryn, or for Taryn from him, so... We're all decked out in the freshest gear possible, yeah. like a tracksuit. Basically, these arms oh, are tracksuits for our microphones. Nice. Yeah, they make us look I good. See that. They make us feel good. Yes, I've been working out. Or not working. I've been working out the, the issues. Definitely not been working out. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but I fixed, I think, I can't remember when I told you about this, but I fixed the audio. And so you YouTube people should be hearing clearer sound now. 
please let me know about that. You should also be seeing us in HD by default. If yeah. not, I think you can you can raise that manually. But I fixed the cameras so the cameras at a wider angle. We're pushing out HD right now. Our volume or our audio should be clear, a clarity. I yes. replaced all these cables. I did a lot of work. It looks it looks and sounds great. It did a lot of work. Yeah, the camera the camera looks really good. I am Doesn't so it? happy and angry about the cameras. Um because I've tried to fix this since we got these cameras. Oh. But it took a man. No, I really think there was an update or something like something that where happened. it rearranged it. People so are saying like it. in the chat like, "Oh, you guys look good in 1080." It was at 1080. Like it was it, supposed to be. It wasn't, it was, though. Yeah, it was I know. a weird thing. It was yeah. like it was so annoying. And then, like, literally, Jason showed me how he fixed it, and it was the same button I've pushed a hundred times. And I was like, no, no, no. But it took the strength and conviction <laughs> oh, of a male. No. Um, <laughs> I need a the, shotgun. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> what was I going to say? Bless. I forget. <laughs> I was going to say something really cool, though, but... Um... Uh, it was about the audio. Oh, if you guys are, are uh, if you guys are in the chat room, like I am, just pause your audio. Yeah. Okay, that's all. Or uh, pause, the, pause video. the video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did not do that, but I did it now. All right, perfect. Uh, feedback, Taryn. Do we have feedback? We do not. What? I don't know. Where is everybody? Where is? Oh, you know what? I have feedback. Oh well. I have some feedback. So you're gonna do my mm-hmm. job? Great. Now you get to do his job. I don't want to see his job. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> no thanks. I'm good. Um, I thought this came to you, but I guess it didn't. Uh, this is from Mercina. Did you did you do this one already? Doesn't sound familiar. Huh, okay. We should check your uh, ears up email then. Um, hey, y'all. Hi, Bev. Hi. I just finished watching your latest YouTube episode and could not, capital letters, oh. stop laughing. Mm. Hey, Jace. <laughs> as, <laughs> That's right. As Jeremy oh, affectionately Jeremy. refers to you now, lol. Just want to let you know the whole tracksuit situation. It's a very timely oh, email. It's a Greek dad thing. Oh, jeez. Oh, oh, yeah. uh, oh, Jace. Says, roll with it, dude. Opa <laughs> and enjoy. You're welcome. Love the show. Keep up the good work. Hi, Jeremy. Oh, hi, Jeremy. I think this is the first hi, Jeremy, that we've received on the show. But it's know. not the first. Oh, I love Jeremy. Oh, Jeremy's the best. Oh, <laughs> Jeremy should be on the show all the time. Well, yeah. I mean, hey, it, those it's are all wrong. those are all correct. <laughs> it's just like stop. Like, what about me? Exactly. <laughs> um, you know, I'm reading this. So, hello. Um, if you want to support the show, go to etsy.com/shop/coveears and. Uh, Excuse me, buy some shirts. I uh, have a couple coveyers up there, but, mm-hmm. uh, you know, whatever you want to do. The most important way, though, patreon.com slash ears up. Please go over there. Check that stuff out. If you uh, are a Patreon subscriber, but you haven't checked your Patreon, you know, uh, rewards or whatever in a while, do me a favor. Go and just make sure that your card is still valid because uh, we've, you know... Lowered a little bit, and uh, you know some people. You can decline every month, and if you do that, that's fine. It's your money. I understand yeah. that totally. You can't support us a hundred percent, but uh, be sure to jump back on that train because we definitely need you. Now that I've hawked everything <laughs> I own, yeah, now that we broke, yeah, yes. to uh, buy new uh, equipment and stuff like that. So uh, anyway, just you know, just a little account maintenance. It, it happened to me a couple a uh, couple times. Before. I guess it happens to everybody. You know, when you have a subscription service. And you have your uh, your card, and it just kind of rolls over. You don't really understand, or you don't know, or whatever. Yeah. So, like, uh, we were trying to watch Netflix a couple months ago. I was like, "Oh, card. Yep, <laughs> that's right. Yep, we're gonna need to do this." So, anyway, check that out. Uh, a few updates before we get to Terrence. The Supreme Resort. The new show is out. 
the case of the wildest ride in the wilderness, which is comparing Big Thunder Mountains between Disneyland and Disney World. Okay. Which is the best? I don't know. I mean, I, I, I know because I edited it and put Wait, it up Wait, Big there, Thunder but... Mountain and Big Thunder Mountain? Yeah. Yes. They're not exactly the same? Listen to find out, Terry. <laughs> hmm. I love that. Da, 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 we because you, you have ride queue differences. You have location differences also. Okay. Interesting. Interesting point. One, uh, one has I mean, certain things. One has other certain things. And you get a little history about it, too. Okay, that's interesting because yeah. my 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 knee jerk, which is always going to be Disneyland, is that it's in a very good location. It is. Huh. I don't remember if we even rode it in Disney World. I feel like I don't think we did because I was like, why? That's what I thought too, unbeknownst to me. But I know when we were doing Disneyland, it was more of let's ride everything we can't get at in yeah. Disney in Disneyland. You, you only have yeah. like a finite amount of time. Yeah. Energy. And energy. And it's hot. I don't. It's just hot. (laughs) That's true. Um, So check that out. Be sure, like I said, to join their Facebook group, The Supreme Resort. Dan over there will take good care of you. Uh, Hit the streaming player if you want. That's all on the how to listen. Um, You know, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Patreon people. That episode of Things Tearing Google. People are loving it. People are watching it. So check that out. Please do that. That is for all levels of Patreon supporters. So if you want to be two bucks a month, you can watch these uh, shows that Taryn puts a lot of work into, and I have nothing to do with. So that's why I fully support this kind of content. <laughs> if I don't have to do a single stupid thing about it and Taryn gets to do all the things, then... Um, and it's a lot of work, so it's a so lot tell me you love me, please. I, I thought about you. I thought about that video. <laughs> Did you? Yesterday when I put our nonstick pan into the dishwasher, <laughs> it was like, I should wash this by hand and then close the dishwasher and turn Ours it on. Ours is still in the sink because I'm like, okay, well, I can't put it in the stupid dishwasher, but it's still caked with stuff, so what do I do? Your problem was that you admitted knowing that... Yeah. That, I mean... Yeah, she right. admitted Trust me, it. It, didn't, yeah. It, didn't, it didn't end with that episode. It oh, I'm was not like, surprised. It, it hasn't ended yet. That's right. Taryn was grounded. <laughs> Actually, I think she if just came could, off restriction last week. If you could yeah. ground me, I think you would. You would never leave the house. <laughs> That's how much trouble that you get in. I don't know. Before we get again to Terrence, let's talk Concy Ears for a second. So actually, speaking of the Supreme Resort and Concy Ears, Eric, the guy who does uh, our, our drinks blogs over there, uh, over here. At, why is my mic moving? My thing's falling. <laughs> See, the problem is I need, to, oh, I need no. to clamp it on this thing. Do you want me to go down there and tighten it? Yes, please. Okay. BRB. Yeah, can you hold that turn? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's just pause, I guess, because yeah. I was going to keep trying to go like, well, let's go like this. So uh, Eric, who does our drinks blogs over on our website, he works for Concierge, of course, and he's going to be guest hosting, not guest hosting, but guest somethinging. Co- oh, God, I broke it. Oh, no. How did you? Br- did you turn it the wrong way? No, I turned it, and then it just cracked. <gasps> oh. How did like, you break wow. Oh, wow. Holy crap. Oh, no. John Mayer. What did you do? Are you serious? I just tightened. You were like, tighten it. And I went to turn it one time. I turned it one time and it went. I'm not. Well, I guess we're not returning the other one. (laughs) I'm really sorry. I promise I didn't turn it like 86 times. Look at that. (laughs) That's insane. She broke my clamp. I'm holding a microphone arm like a sword. How did you? I don't know. Bev's got that strength of like ten men where she doesn't really understand. They're 
calling her Hulk. Yeah. She Hulk. <laughs> Bev Hulk. You turned it a bunch before the show, and then you're like, oh, tighten it. So I tightened it. I Don't. Went, I went, Brr, and it went, snap. Don't make me hangry. You wouldn't like me when I'm hangry. I'm sorry, Bev. The dinner yeah. wasn't ready. <laughs> well, now I don't know what to do. I don't have to hold this dumb thing. It's going to take me five minutes to switch out the microphone, so I'm just going to hold it like this now. For the rest of the show? Oh, what am I supposed to do? <laughs> I don't know. Five minutes is, might be better than holding it. I think it's hilarious. <laughs> Not that it broke. Not for you. Yeah, now, like now, and this is my life <laughs> That's now. your life now. Yeah. Here, let me give this back to you. Oh, thank you. That might Thanks, be useful. Ben. Appreciate that. Wow, I'm overturning that. That should not have snapped like that. Oh, That's is that crazy. the new one? I mean, the, all the clamps are new. So, uh, yeah. Oh, the cl- Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, that happened. Well, there you go. <laughs> Live radio. Oh. I'm really sorry. That's okay. You didn't do it on purpose, I'm sure. Beverly. Can't even get the thing out of the thing. <laughs> Beverly's been working out. <laughs> no, I haven't. Wait, wait, James, way you to shouldn't. help out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, Bev, I, I brought you in here to make my life easier. I'm sorry. Yeah. Not harder. That was oh, your first boy. mistake. Yeah, Honestly. Well, anyway, Eric is going to be um, hanging out on the Supreme Resort, I think, uh, in March, one of the shows in March. Nice. So that'll be a good time. But um, until then, if you guys are planning any trips to the parks or Disney cruises or anything like that, the folks at uh, concierge.com will help you plan all of that kind of stuff and like that. Make your make your trip uh, a lot better. I'm I'm just so distracted right now. I think it's hilarious. My broken clamp. Whatever. I know. And now you're like loungy for the whole show. Now I'm loungy for the whole just show. Chill, bro. That's kind of what I, I wanted, had to, bro. I had to like adjust the the camera because you're back so far. I'm loungy. You know what I might do? He I called just... you Freddie Mercury. <laughs> oh. Somebody. Somebody. Oh, dear. oh, Lord. Won't somebody kill me? Was he like known for holding a microphone a certain way? Yeah, he yeah. would take the mic, the half top half of the mic stand and have it like that. Oh. And so he'd hold the mic he and so hold the... so cool. Yeah, he was. I liked him. He was so cool. That's like, he was amazing. Like, he if you amazing. could regret things that, like, you have no control over, my regret would be that I never went to a Queen concert. Yeah. Same. With him. I know I can but go you to were one like now, but... I was four. Yeah, no, I know. That's okay. what I mean. I'm regretting something yeah. I have no control over. Yeah, only you would have regrets over something that you didn't even... weren't aware of. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've watched videos, A though. lot of people have regrets like that. Like, I wish that I was able to go to... Well, yeah, it's a wish. It's, it's not, not a regret. regret. It's right. a desire, yeah. I wish I could have seen the Beatles live, but... Yeah. Somehow a mm. regret feels easier to handle for me when it's... Because it's like a wish that can't ever come true, and that just seems very sad. So I'd rather it be a regret, because then I'm just like, okay, well, that that can't happen. Whereas like a wish of something that can't ever happen is like... I'm trying to... Like the but a regret it's like more it, sound should be happening. It's like, it sounds like you're sad that you couldn't have done something. Like, man, if I could have just been in Memphis back in 67, Martin Luther King would still be alive. And I'm so regretful I wasn't able to do it. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Can I say? Your psychology is very weird because, like, it, it a regret implies that you could do something right. about it and so that that means that you have guilt about something that you actually have no control over like you could quantum leap right. and go back yeah i i totally I wish <laughs> i totally see that but wishing for something that you know that can't happen that seems even sadder because it's like 
Oh, I I wish, but, and it, it's, it's not really a wish. Like Grant is putting it on yourself. Hundred percent guaranteed to be unfulfilled forever. Yeah, but that's not. I I wish I could have seen the Beatles. Is is different than I regret not seeing the Beatles. You never had a chance to see. I regret right? that I I will never have the opportunity to see that. But it's not a regret. It's you're putting regret. you're putting the the onus on yourself. It's at just that point. Wrong. It doesn't you work just say, that way. It's just it's too bad I couldn't have, and then you leave it alone. Because yeah, but it feels because it's a wish. It's, yeah. it's deeper than I, it's too bad. Like like my my desire to to have seen Queen when I was four. Is, is deeper than mm, I wish that had happened or oh that's too bad that didn't happen it's like I regret that that didn't happen but how I know but, but, this, but this is sort of the point yeah I know I know it shouldn't be because you have no control over it so you need to let that go right you have no control yeah. over a wish either so why are y'all making yeah. wishes I'm not making a I'm wish I'm not making a wish you I'm did make a wish on, that's what on. started this make a wish so <laughs> <laughs> I got a wish I'll tell you that right now I got one what? wish and I bet you can guess what yes. it is it probably has something to do with a clamp <laughs> oh, that's sad. I feel really bad. You gonna change it out? I have to. <laughs> so we're pausing. Yeah. Yeah. Let's pause for a second. Sorry, I gotta guys. change it. I gotta change this out. I can't sit here and hold this forever. <laughs> as cool as you. Look. I broke the new studio. <laughs> you broke the entire studio. Is that Cheryl? You probably broke. Right. You probably broke like the worst mic too, like the worst one. The to worst break. one to break. <laughs> <laughs> Although maybe it's the best one. I shouldn't have to flip it. No, you don't no, need to flip like it. The cardioid, it's the cardioid. You don't need to flip it. You don't need to flip it. But it says it says you do on the thing. Like, is it going to be upside down? It's going to sound completely upside down when you when you're talking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like that guy on Twin Peaks. I've never seen the show. <gasps> really? Me either. No? Oh, that show is so I weird. Yeah, it's kind of a hard show to like. That sounds weird. Like old school Twin Peaks? Yeah. yeah. Oh, God, yeah. don't even try the new one. Okay, okay. Dog shit. Dog. Dog <laughs> poop. Dog poo-poo. But the old ones, like, are interesting. They're unique. He has a unique a unique New York. Unique New York. You need unique New York. You know you need unique New York. Wow. That's what you do before you go on stage. Really? I've never done that. It clears out your... Uh... Oh. I usually you... just vomit. <laughs> James said you should Britney Spears the mic and go headset. <laughs> That's a, That's a look. That's a good With idea. your tracksuit? Hell oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Then if we all got tracksuits, then we would just be like basically a boy band yeah. with two yes. girls. I'd be so basic. Yes. We would basically be a boy band, but with two girls. You sound upside down. Do I? No, I don't. <laughs> you sound fine. Then why does it tell you to? We would be a it's band. Like different modes, I guess. Wait, you look fine. Talking like this, well, that's how it would be the other way. But then talking like, see, I think I sound better this way. I think you do too. Yeah. Do I, I really? I actually do hear yeah, it. Yeah. yeah. Really? <laughs> Again, I just want to point out that I'm very sorry. Here, I'm just gonna hold it like this. I'm gonna hold it like this. Okay. You look like the guy in the You're gonna do this for match. like ten minutes and then you're gonna go <laughs> and put it on the thing. Ready to rumble. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> you do you look like the ceiling. <laughs> uh you mean Michael Buffer? <laughs> mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. 
All right. Dan, okay, first of all, Dan is saying I'm dissing Twin Peaks. I am not. I'm dissing the new Twin Peaks. Yeah, Dan, if she's dissing the new Twin Peaks, which she is, she has every right to because it was terrible. And the old Twin Peaks was great. It's just weird. I'm not going to I wouldn't recommend it to people because the first season It's weird. The first season of the of the of the, the first season of Twin Peaks was great filmmaking. Great TV. And then everything went to hell and basket in season two, where it was campy and weird, and, I, and, and, and David Lynch left. But the movies were good, and you don't even need season two because it's terrible. Okay. Thank you very much. But just try it. If you like weird. Anyway, let's talk trackless ride systems, yes. huh? <laughs> Terrence? All right. So this is going to be short. Do you need me to tighten your microphone? <laughs> don't <laughs> touch anything. Uh, Sorry. All right. Actually, uh, cinch his belt a little bit. Okay. No, get off me! <laughs> All right. So, roller coasters have tracks. Dark rides have tracks. Yeah. Trains have tracks. My arm has tracks. Yeah, you know, everyone has have tracks. Like tracks is a mainstay of amusement parks and attractions forever. Disney Imagineering made history by developing the Matterhorn and Ford's Magic Skyway, but the former was just the first tubular uh, coaster, which still used tracks. And the other was a precursor to the Omni Mover that we see in Haunted Mansion and Buzz Lightyear, which still uses tracks. Tracks have been a mainstay of attractions forever. Now, there were some rides that didn't have tracks. It's in the title, a track. It, it's Shut there. Up. Like, it's right there. Oh, so, I like nice. that. It's an attraction. I love it. Um, Luigi's Flying Tires and the tire ride that was in Tomorrowland beforehand. Garbage! <laughs> were. <laughs> But, so excuse me. No, but you're right. Uh, so you okay? they were. Yeah, I'm, I'm okay. So those rides did not have track, but they still had some kind of visual boundary for you. Um, flume rides. So if you think of Small World and and Pirates, there's still boundaries there. There's things that if you look, you know, I cannot go past this point. There's always some kind of visual cue. Well, things began to change in 1982. On October 1st, the Universe of Energy opened in Epcot. This attraction had a track. Sounds boring. It's awful. Bro, so the, this, <laughs> the, uni- the Universe of Energy was turned into Ellen's uh, yes. Energy of Energies or whatever it is. Yeah. Which we 100% on purpose did not go to. But when we were there, Jeremy plays the whole thing on Spectre. Radio. I cannot stand Ellen DeGeneres. <laughs> it's close. I, I'm warming up to her a little bit, honestly. After her Ellen. her John at the Golden Globes. Yes, I love Ellen. I do. I'm like, uh, okay, like I can, I get it, but just nobody is that nice, unmedicated. There's there's no way. There's no there's no way. But you, maybe she is medicated. But she seems really great. So uh, now I'm a huge Ellen fan. She does. Saying. I think she's just a great person. I think so too. So things changed in 82. October 1st, the Universe of Energy, which became Ellen's adventure through energy or whatever it was, which is closed now, which is becoming a an attraction for... In? No, for her. <laughs> do you want it? No. For, um, it's going to be something to do with the Avengers. So that's going to be oh, opening soon nice. as well. So October 1st... <laughs> I love the Avengers. Sorry. Oh, you were I serious. I never yeah. tell you're serious or not oh, when you I say totally stuff like that. I was kidding. totally serious. So um, it opened in uh, October 1st of 82. This attraction had a trackless, quote-unquote trackless, system that would take you through a dinosaur swamp. In actual, <laughs> right? So in actuality, the, <laughs> stay with me. Uh, in actual, actuality, the vehicles actually used magnets to follow an 8-inch uh, wire implanted in the floor. It's called wire guidance. Uh, <laughs> it was borrowed. <laughs> It was technology borrowed from, from warehousing, and so, like, from a previous life with me, I know. 
pre, I'm gonna from a previous life with me, um, I was a manager in a warehouse, and we had very narrow aisles, and we had forklifts that would use wire guidance to be able to travel up and down aisles in a straight path without the operator having to turn. What does that mean? Like- so you have you basically have a very small ridge cut into the floor. Oh. Now with the vehicles that we use, the vehicles we use were self-propelled. They had I can't, I can't stop happening? looking at Jason. He's, so, I'm making fun of tearing it. What does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> and then you tell him. She goes, "Oh, <laughs> she's just being engaged." So, I'm actually kind of fascinated by this too. So, um, so with the forklifts, and then we had huge things called turret trucks. What they what they would do is they each had um, their own electric motor on board. Um, instead of using magnets because the wire itself was not pulling the thing, uh, it used a laser in the front, a laser in the back to align the vehicle with the uh, with the ridge that's cut in the floor. When it's locked in, it it locks in your position left and left to right. You cannot move left to right, but you can oh. move up and down, and you can move forward and backwards okay. at full speed. So at that point you're locked in and you can drive as fast as you want up and down this aisle What's because the braking you want system like? the braking system is just not pressing the thing it stops you on, almost automatically in really? forklifts like that yeah hmm. so you can move forward and backwards as quickly as you want it you can go up and down um, but you were self propelled your your motor was on board okay so they use something like that but the wire itself was actually what was pulling people um, and but the problem with this is that the attraction was designed to take you through a swamp. And the magnets were used, and you're being pulled, but you couldn't make, you know, you couldn't go fast. You're making big sweeping turns because you had to follow follow this line that was on the floor. In '94, the Twilight Zone Tower of Terror opened in Disney's Hollywood Studios. Did you guys ride that when you're out there? No, and honestly, like if I could go, well, I will go back someday, but I will right. ride it because I didn't realize it was completely different. It is. So for for all of us that that love Disneyland and and the California Adventure one, Um, you know, because because of what they learned in Florida, they decided to have three elevator shafts so you have more capacity. When they first built it, it actually has two uh, two different elevator shafts for each car. One, this is is the beginning of the show where you're going through the different scenes. Then it takes you up to the top. And then they did something that was kind of neat. It's the same kind of thing as what they used on the great movie ride where – uh, you're going through on a self-propelled vehicle, but they have the same kind of wire guidance, except these are locked in with lasers to keep you on the track, uh, keep you in, in line. And you exit one elevator shaft and you go into the fifth dimension and you're going through this next show area um, to go to the drop elevator shaft. And so they, they used what they had done previously and they improved it by having it be self-propelled, but it still was extremely slow. So wait, I I just have a question. Um, okay, that's fine. <laughs> you got it's, I. It's just me and you, Terry. Okay, okay. It's just I, us. just I just have a question. I have a question. So you're talking about the the little wire thing, right? Yes. Is that what they used here too? So we'll we'll get to that. Because to me, because my argument was going to be like that's a track. Right. So it. So what? When I say trackless, it's air quotes trackless. Ah. Because what it's, it, what they're trying to do is prevent you from being able to see where you're going and what's going on and create this air of um, of unpredictability. Okay. Mystery. But, mystery, yes. But there's still a track. You're just technically still a tracked ride because they hadn't gotten to the, the tech to the point where it can be what we see in parks now. Gotcha. So, like I said, there were several issues with all of these rides. First, they moved very slowly. Um, while not 
while not being able to see the course of the vehicle was exciting, uh, everything was done at a very slow pace. So wire guidance was not designed for speed, but rather it was designed to simply help you get from a predetermined point A to point B. And that's the most important part, a predetermined point A to point B. Now, while this works well for automation within warehouses, this does not make a good thrill ride. Second, there was no element of randomness to the ride. While the initial shock of being, quote-unquote, off the rails is cool, you still have to work very hard to ensure that the ride is exciting enough uh, due to the theming that the repeatability is high. And they were not able to succeed at this. It was kind of neat, but it wasn't cool tech. And as we know, Disney, Disney always goes for cool tech. So in September of 2000, Disney introduced a new technology to the world that took an old character and introduced him in a very new way. Now, to most theme park visitors, it did not make sense to create a ride based on Winnie the Pooh. But if you have new technology that you want to showcase, why not base the attraction on something more exciting? You know, like (laughs) legit. Why in the world would you say Winnie the Pooh is what we're going to do? And uh, sidebar. Yes. um, You sound great when it's that way. Do I really? (laughs) Yes. Um... I just finished editing the uh, latest Supreme Resort episode uh, comparing Winnie the Pooh rides. Oh. So there's a lot of this that's cut. Not a lot, but there's some that they touch on on exactly the questions that you have right now. So. (laughs) And Dan Shaw in the chat of the Supreme Resort, everybody. Yes. Spoiler alert. This Winnie the Pooh, so much better. Well, in my opinion. I, I and can, if they disagree on Supreme Resort, then uh, we're going to have to have a board meeting about whether or not we keep that show. Can yeah. I have, a, th- I have a theory on why they... We'll have to go to a fight at the Grand uh, Cal- uh, Grand uh, MGM Grand in Vegas. I'm okay with that. <gasps> yeah, okay. I want to go to a fight? It was a joke because that's how Tupac died. So go ahead. Yes. Oh. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Tyson fight. Yeah. I didn't know yes, that I got you, bro. I still want to go to a fight. Okay. <laughs> we can make that happen. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> so I have a theory on... because every time I argue with you, you hate it. <laughs> <laughs> Try to give you what you want. Yeah, uh, women, right? <laughs> oh my Sorry, God. go ahead. I have a theory on why they chose Winnie the Pooh for to test out their trackless system. Okay, and that's because if it didn't work, mm-hmm. no one would care. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm, I'm gonna. I want to build on that for a second. That's pretty okay. good because I think she's not wrong. Build but also, I think that there's a baseline of people who love Winnie the Pooh so it was going to get traffic. Okay. Mm. So you're both right. Hell yeah. And then I there's love more. being right. There's more. So there's two answers right. to why you would use this new technology and you would you would take this character. The first is you have to know your audience. You have to know your audience. The second one is you have to realize the true potential of the entire breadth of the characters. Like if you everyone Everyone in there, you have to look at what every single person that's a character in Winnie the Pooh is, is capable of doing. Now, the attraction was launched at Tokyo Disneyland and Pooh mer- <laughs> merchandise. Sorry, <laughs> and, when, <laughs> and Winnie the Pooh merchandise was already selling like hotcakes over there. Um, I hate that saying. I know well, uh, hotcakes particularly. <laughs> I feel like Seinfeld now. Do they? Do yeah, they sell? What is with what's the, the, the hotcakes? I, I, I've never known anybody to buy <laughs> a particularly large amount of hotcakes. I would be willing to bet that hotcakes wouldn't even outsell water. You're reminding me why I hate Seinfeld. Seinfeld's so great. Yeah, I'm like midway through season seven, and I'm like, I really, I, I don't know what my problem was when I was, I don't know, Bev's age. Yeah, it's just <laughs> so good. Anyway, so um, Winnie the Pooh merchandise is already selling well. Second, Tigger. 
But we're going to get to that in a second, okay? For this one-of-a-kind trackless technology, the Imagineers created a completely flat, grid-like floor with electronic sensors placed throughout the floor. Now, there's a computer, and for the rest of the time, we're going to call this computer the director. The director is in each scene of the attraction, and it draws on local positioning system like GPS that communicates with each vehicle and guides them based on the floor sensors. So the director knows where every cart is in the scene based on what the sensors on the floor is relaying back to the director. Uh, because of this technology, eight vehicles can exist at one time in any one scene, and there are times where they perform the same way, go in different directions, or even dance together. Luigi's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Luigi's terrible. Yeah, we'll get to that as well, right? Okay. All so right. at the beginning of the ride, you load onto your honeypot, and three pots are launched at any given time. The three pots gather in a triangle in front of the ride's opening scene, and then they follow each uh, follow their own path through a large, blustery day room. Now, while your vehicle might be following Pooh as he and his red balloon get blown from one scene to the next, all of this is on large projection screens. Another vehicle might be watching a scene with Al. Now, since there's no track, you really have no idea which specific path you're going to take. And since there's no track, you can now utilize the entirety of the room. You can go from wall to wall to wall to wall because your position's always being relayed back to the director. Now, eventually, the three pots gather to bounce along with Tigger at one part of the scene. Now, when you're in the Tigger scene, you're bouncing with Tigger. Now, stop to think for a second. Have you ever been on a ride that bounced smoothly? Now, not a drop ride, not indie, but something that kind of moved up and down like you would normally if you if you jump. No. Okay. I mean, indie is the closest thing I can think of, but but it's jerk, but it's not smooth. It's jerky. Well, because it's it's not meant to be smooth. Right. But, but it's the similar. The, the jump. jumping jellyfish. Yeah. Okay. Let's go with the jumping jellyfish. That okay. sucks. Let's not yeah. even worry yeah. about that. Sure. It Let's appease really... Bev for yes, a second. Yes, let's appease. Whatever. So besides... You asked the question. No, you're yes. right. Yes. So besides... No, yes, the jellyfish. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Very good. So besides that, you really don't get a ride where you do something like that. Yeah. So the Imagineers use a little bit, bit of trickery to complete this one. The entire area is moving. Not only is Tigger moving on the screen... But the, per- the perspective of the screen is moving up and down. So it's almost as if the camera is tilting up and tilting down with Tigger moving to make it feel like you're moving along. Then the ride vehicle itself is moving very, very subtly. But the biggest thing is that the floor itself is moving up and down. What? No, floor, it's not. The floor itself is moving up and down as well. So instead of trying to get the hydraulics on the vehicle itself to move up and down, the entire floor is moving up and down in sequence with the screen, in sequence with Tigger on the screen as well. I'm in shock. That's amazing. Not tell if you're being serious. Right no, now I'm or dead not. serious. Okay. Like, I I would have never guessed that. That seems like a nightmare. So yeah. it, so it's it's pretty amazing. But they they like I said, this is a a, a quote unquote safe way to do it. This it's is a, Disney World Winnie the Pooh. This no, yes. this is not Disney World Winnie the Pooh. This is Tokyo Disneyland. Tokyo Disneyland. Tokyo oh, Disneyland. It's not. Winnie it's Winnie not ours. I knew that. Uh, it's not ours. <laughs> no, I definitely knew it wasn't yeah. ours. No. So 130 million dollars on this ride, and the ride was a hit. Wow. Absolute of course. hit. Well, Tokyo. I mean, with all that, it could have been Ellen's energy ride, and it probably mm-hmm. would have done really well too. Because the technology is fantastic at this point. Yeah. But they're realizing that this trackless technology can be used in a way that they never really imagined before. So the second trackless ride uh, system was launched in September of 2001, so which is literally a year later, in Tokyo Disney Sea for their new water ride. The ride is called Aquatopia. 
I was just waiting for them to say something, right? (laughs) So while Pooh's Honey Hunt had three different paths that you could take that all depended upon which car you were loaded into, Aquatopia is not as simple. This ride works on the same GPS system, per se, but it gets more of a workout here with dozens of routes that you can take that are constantly changing and shifting. Now, the name would suggest that this attraction is in the same vein as Autopia or even the defunct water boats that we used to have in Disneyland. Yeah, yeah. Immediately, I thought Autotopia because it's what did – It was a thing at Disneyland. Right. Shouldn't have been. Nothing (laughs) should exist. Disneyland shouldn't even exist. I know. Let's get rid of it. But the difference is that you're 100% out of control on this ride. You are not driving – Anything. Yeah, that's me on Autopia. I'm, I'm, just I'm out of control, dude. Yeah, I just push the <laughs> that gas. That actually is me. Yeah, I, know. <laughs> I don't steer. Just like let it happen. Gas brake dip. And so you just, you just, you're just in the car, and the car is doing the show, and you're enjoying the show mm-hmm. on on this vehicle. And you're actually sitting on a hovercraft that sits on top of a two inch deep lagoon, which is deep enough to hide the wheels are actually moving the vehicle around. Now the local position uh, system is coupled with pole mounted cameras. Uh, they saw that there are mounted. Okay, there's cameras on each vehicle that has a, uh, that's mounted on the poles above the people to survey what's going on around and look to see if there is any kind of debris or anything that falls off of someone's vehicle that they don't hit it on accident. So it'll stop you and reroute you if it sees that something's in the path that it's going to take. Does that happen a lot? Do you think? think I guess hats. often enough. Think of hats. Think yeah. of something. Is this, is this is not something that's going to. It's two inches deep. So it's going to be in your way if it gets if it falls yeah. off of someone. All right. Uh, so, bah, 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 bah. so it's um, I'm so, loving it. Thank you. Also, what I it's, heard. it's a neat concept. <laughs> Only Terrence would just have like the, the musical equivalent of an um, but it's the McDonald's. You theme like song. that? So <laughs> no. So it's <laughs> it's a neat concept, but most people feel as though this is the least exciting trackless ride. Uh, it's p- part of the problem is out, is outside. So you can kind of, even though they have like whirlpools going all the time to try to hide the fact that it's only two inches of water, you can oh. still see some of the tire marks from all the rides before. Sure, um, and also the shocking, th- right? <laughs> right? <laughs> and the theme, the theming's kind of, kind of meh. Like it's not great, you know. They shocking. <laughs> they kind of threw it together real quick. They knew that they had the technology. They wanted to do something in that area, Tokyo, 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 Tokyo Disney Sea, yeah. and so they kind of threw it in there. And so I mean, it's fine, but. You don't have all the classic ride elements of a dark ride when you have the animatronics, and then you, you combine that with what you have now with projection mapping. They didn't do that with this ride, and so it's just kind of mm-hmm. bleh. Mm. But for more than a decade, if you wanted to visit um, a trackless attraction, you had to visit Tokyo. That's the only place they had them. Hmm. Okay. That changed in 2013 when Hong Kong Disneyland launched Mystic Manor. Now, since traditional Chinese culture does not glorify death the way that it is out everywhere else, uh, there's no references to departed spirits or the afterlife, but this is their version of the it's haunted, the haunted mansion. mansion. It's yeah. their version of the haunted mansion. Mm-hmm. Right. So this attraction takes you through the anti- uh, antiquities collection of Lord Henry Mystic and his pal, a monkey named Albert. Now, much like the haunted mansion, uh, the queue is meticulously designed, but the show begins when you're on the ride. The Mystic Manor uh, utilizes a new version of Tokyo's technology, which instead of using GPS, it uses RFID. So basically, you're scanning vehicles as they enter into areas of the ride so you know where everything is, which works in conjunction with Wi-Fi. 
So there's four Mystic Magneto Electric Carriages. This is what they're <laughs> called, right? Oh. Uh, what a, does that even mean? It's a Doom Buggy. That's what it basically uh. is. It's a Doom Buggy. And they're simultaneously dispatched from the load system where you gather uh, for the first scene, and then each car takes a slightly different ride experience. So That's cool. Yeah, so for, so you gather in the, uh, uh, the Acquisitions and Catalog Room uh, of Lord Mystic's Manor, and that's where everything is temporarily stored until he puts it into the proper room. There's like five or six different rooms based on where these things are from um, across the world. And there's a music box in the middle of the room. The cool thing about this, if you want to watch this, the cool thing is, is this is completely in English. The ride's completely in English, so you can understand all the di- uh, dialogue on there. Um, and that's so, a little odd. I thought it was as well. The first time I walked it, I watched it, I thought it was w- weird as well. But it's completely in English. Um, and so Lord, Lord Mystic tells Albert not to touch this magical music box. Of course he does. And they start using, uh, up to that time, the best combination of projection mapping. Uh, They're using 36 different projectors, all using ultra HD images and animatronics. As you're going through, you have animatronics that are trying to stab you. And so the vehicle actually goes closer. Just listen. Okay. <laughs> so you have an area like you'll have one area where there's where armor comes to life. They have this um they have projection mapping and then they have netting over some of the animatronics and they project stars on there to make it look like there's like magic pixie dust coming on. And you can't see the netting, so it looks like right. it's just on the animatronic. It'll come to life and it'll start looking like it's going to attack you. And your vehicle since you're not on tracks starts moving towards it and then jerks away at the last minute. So you're able to utilize every, like I said, every huh. single inch of the room, yes? I like that and hate it. What do you hate about it? No, scare me. Okay, that's <laughs> and which is the whole point, which is the whole point. So throughout the ride, your world from wall to wall, as you see in, uh, instruments come to life, music, musical instruments come to life, armor, etc. Um, and so it's it's really neat. And this was like the top, this was the pinnacle of what they've done with this technology up to that point. Yeah, yeah. The question I have is, why ultra HD? Why isn't it still just HD? Like, because HD is high def. Right. Why ultra high def to me is, is a little overkill. So the, the I, I don't know. Okay. Number one, let me say that. I'm also not being serious. I understand. Yeah. It's ultra. It's Why? Uber, Uber HD. You know what I don't understand? Oh, gosh. Oh, boy. George. What is it with the ultra high def? Oh, God, stop <laughs> it. Is it high def enough? <laughs> what is it going to remember with the ultra? So Disneyland Paris Paris decided to get into the trackless act with an attraction that both reflected Paris and up the game a little bit. So in 2014, Ratatouille, I did not pronounce saying this on purpose. I wanted to see how horribly I could destroy this. La Aventure, Teltelement, Toque de Remy, or Remy's Totally Zany Adventure is what it's translated to. Gosh, wow. takes Saturday mornings on ABC. Seriously. Sounds better in French. <laughs> right? Even in your butchered French. Yes, I know. It was horrible. It takes you through the world of Remy in the kitchen at Gusto's as you are the, uh, and it makes you feel like you're the size of a rat. You actually um get onto your rat mobile and <laughs> you you start on the, the rooftops of Paris um and you, you board your rat mobile and you go through the kitchen of Gusto's. Have you guys you guys have seen Ratatouille, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay. So they have humongous props to make you feel like you're the size That's of cool. Remy. I love getting big props, dude. I love it. Big props. <laughs> yeah. Big ups. Huge props. 
Okay, keep going. Okay, so you, uh, so they have <laughs> huge. <laughs> so all the props, it. all the props are huge and oversized. You know, you're whipping through the cold room. You're going underneath the uh, the, uh, the ovens, and so you feel the heat. Uh, but it up the cool. it up the, the game between me and. What is that from? I wish I would have broken your microphone more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what you didn't, you didn't oh, break um, it enough. It's, um, it's a Prince song. It's uh, yeah. Dove's Cry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. So, yeah, yeah. Um, so eventually you wind up in the dining room and you cause a stampede of sorts. But the way they upped the game is they combined the trackless technology and the huge props with 3D. And so it's all 3D projection um, and you have 3D glasses on as well. So as you're whipping around in this rat, you see things coming at you and people coming at you. So it was pretty neat. So, when I think about this, oh, here we go. You're already you're 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 up here. You're like you're at you're at the pinnacle. You're at the peak. Okay. And you've seen what works. Uh huh. <laughs> What's going on? You Are s- you okay? I'm trying to figure he, out. He's broken. I you, think he's crying. You have seen what works. Yeah. And you're what comes emotional. next does not. So up until 2016, all of the trackless rides were on the other side of the globe. Right. Yeah. If you wanted to, that's what works. If you yeah. wanted, if you right. wanted a trackless ride, and you frankly, had to go to they Paris. Can, it can stay there. Well, I mean, you could go to Paris, Tokyo, or Hong Kong. Yeah. That's where you would go. Give me a, a a car on a steel tube pulled by a chain. That's what I want. I want American made. Yes. American invent. I'm just totally aero 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 yeah. industries. Harumph. That's what we want, right? Uh, development. Development. Sorry. So. Up until 2016, all the trackless rides were on the other side of the globe. Then Disney decided that they had to bring the best attraction ever, ever, (laughs) to the original resort. Mm -hmm. So in 2016, Luigi's Rollicking Roadsters opened. (laughs) Man, this is terrible. This was was their best ride ever? uh, Ever. Ever. Everything. Ever. Honestly, everything about that ride is dumb. Now, including its placement like it's hidden you would never find it if you didn't know where it was the ride itself is hot hot trash well I don't think it's hidden it's on it's, Main it's Street it's of right Cars there. Land yeah it's right there. but it's right I mean, you have to like go right. into the gas station like, the last thing it is is hidden it's hidden but it, it also if you're like, wearing a, a hood I wear a, I, I a wear burlap clo- sack over wear, your face if you're the Zodiac Killer <laughs> then you'll never see it don't talk about that on the air Jason oh why is Ted because he's still around yeah you uh, might be a listener. <gasps> Stop it. Ted Cruz does not listen Ted to Cruz, the show. Ted Cruz, come on. Is that his real name? Wait, no, Ted Cruz was the president guy. <laughs> yeah. I keep forgetting, yes. first of all, the president guy. <laughs> he ran for the presidency, I keep, for, I keep right? forgetting, like, going to? It's the president guy. I keep forgetting how <laughs> extremely not online they are. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. You know what I mean? That's true. Uh, all right, go ahead. James. All right, so Rollickin' and Roasters opens yeah. in 2016. The ride is horrible. Honestly, they combine all the worst things about all the other attractions in one thing. Yeah. So you have a fairly slow ride that's not good. Not good. <laughs> it's not the queue is is meh and it's outside and it's not themed well even on the outside part. Like every problem they hit with this ride. The queue is cute. But it's also really short. The queue is, is yeah. rad. I really gas, like. It's just a tire store, no. right? Yeah, but there's a lot of like little cute details in it. Mm. They have I like like once. bulletin boards yeah. with like a lot of. Call- it's it's sort of like the Monsters Inc. queue. Yes, yes. In that regard, yes. so yeah. 
if you go, there's nobody ever in that part of the queue. They're just queued up before the ride. Right. Just go and hang out and go through there. It's fun. It's yes. cute. So, terrible, terrible ride. Terrible ride. Yeah, I didn't terrible dig ride. on it at all. Yeah. It was like, this is kind of, but maybe it's for babies and I'm not a baby. Oh. And that's kind of what it is. <laughs> well, right? I mean, like, you're a little bit of a baby. Well, emotionally, yeah, but like, <laughs> yes. Mentally, no, I'm a 89 year old man. I can't <laughs> it's a baby, like it. in the sense that all men are babies. Yeah, that's it's true. true. I can't me. remember where my keys are. Excuse me? Uh, yeah. That's true. Actually. I don't know. It's, it's, look, the technology, it was, it's cool for where it was. Right. Right. But in the sort of, you know, pantheon of, of great Disney technology, it was not. Right. But as far as what we've seen over here on this coast, yeah. it was pretty good. That's fine. Well, yeah. and the fact that they thought it was going to be the greatest ride that they've ever done makes it even an even bigger failure. It is. I have a... Um, a I, friend, I guess. I mean, someone I know. Jeez, no, I mean, really? you, know, you don't want to. You don't want to. Yeah, acquaintance, because you don't want to call. Him, like I've I've known him forever, but it's you don't want him to listen and go. Oh, I can call in Terrence for a favor now. <laughs> Basically, I'm yeah. not helping you move. Right. So, um, but he worked on that ride. He's one of the Imagineers for that ride, mm-hmm. and he was like, "Yeah, this is going to be horrible. Mm-hmm. Oh wow, it's going to be so bad." Imagine that's your job, designing a ride that you know is going to suck. Like, yeah. that's you know that happens. But it has to but there's still a line for that ride. It's not like. Like it's because, because it's, it's a not thing a walk That's exactly. There, there's a lot of things. That'd be a fun like like a poll to just send out to our listeners, just for fun, yeah. right? Like, what ride do you ride because it's the thing to do? For yeah. me, Winnie the Pooh. I like Winnie the Pooh, sort of, but it's also just a thing to it's do. Thing for to me, do. it's Mater. Oh, really? I hate Mater. God, Mater's the. It can rot. It can totally just rot away. You kind of liked it last time, so get over yourself. No. I liked I liked getting in VIP status, skipping the entire line, and getting right on the ride. That I liked, mm. but that's my life. Like I can't go to concerts now because if I can't sit on the side of the stage, I know you're such a baby. Then I don't want to do it anymore. That was so amazing, basically, if you're a listener, never give me something that's a one-off because it'll just ruin me. Yeah, I have an honest. I don't question. know why I said that. Yeah, um, <laughs> the the <laughs> it sounded really cool. <laughs> okay. The uh, the ride before it was Luigi's the the tire the flying ride. tigers yeah was that trackless or what what was that so that's technically it's trackless, it's trackless. It's, it's a boundaried ride I guess is the best way I, can I just never it. really understood it's how that worked I kind of thought how like air. I kind of thought that it was yeah. air right it was air it's yeah, like yeah. A huge, air yeah. hockey yeah, yeah. They so had it just was never yeah not yeah. hockey I love yeah. that pocky is the snack it's delicious oh so good I have some uh yeah that didn't really um. <laughs> that didn't really. It, it, there's no track, so yeah. it, it, it doesn't even. Okay. It falls out of the category. It wouldn't even be a trackless ride because it's not even. You no, can even bump those it's to each other, couldn't you? Supposedly, You're supposed to. I never saw anybody move. doing it. If you could, you could people couldn't get it to move. move. My my favorite part is is watching that when it kind of opened and we're all sitting there. I don't know if you were yeah, there or not. Yeah, I that was on it. it. Yeah. No, 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 no. I think no, no. I think it was during the preview or something like that where we were there and they had all the beach oh, that balls might have been different yeah oh. yeah and then this yeah. but it was during the santa Ana winds and the beach balls kept blowing out of the whole entire ride and just going like oh this is just the perfect second time i was on it yes and i remember watching it and i was like she's not having she's fun she's so angry she's also not moving like yeah. that's just that's the so she's and generally with so those bad. with whenever you watch that ride maybe you get 10 percent of the people actually writing it but only in the last 30 seconds do they figure it out yes yeah and everyone's sitting there going oh, <laughs> this is oh. that's it well if, when I wrote it they kept stopping the ride 
like every 10 or 15 seconds because somebody was standing up trying to get it to move with their weight. Mm-hmm. You have to sit down. So it was just stop and go for however long that dumb ride was. Well, look, California Adventure needs a traffic ride, and that's yeah, that was it. You're absolutely right. So it worked for that. Now, the last ride, from everything I've heard and read, this is the best use of the technology, and it's Rise of the Resistance. I have not heard a single person say that they do not like this ride. Yeah. Um, the immersion due to being able to drive underneath um, Imperial Walkers, which is, this is like my nerd dream. Like, this is insane. Uh, the ability to actually enter and use an elevator is phenomenal, what, they, what they've been able to do. So I'm going to take you through the ride, and then I'm going to end with technology that's probably going to be coming to a park near you soon. Uh, the ride begins with Finn explaining how to get to the escape pods. Two transports exit the loading station. This is your your uh, trackless vehicle, uh, where they pass two other empty transports heading into the loading station, with Beck speaking to the riders through the transport's radio. They enter another room where a probe droid nearly spots them. However, when they are about to reach two lists, two stormtroopers spot the guests. The stormtroopers attempt to blast at the transports, but fail as the transports escape. They enter the next room, which includes two, ATA, uh, two AT-ATs. Uh, the door leading out of the room closes before the transports can pass through. The stormtroopers spot the transports again and attempt to blast at them. An audio animatronic fin and a stormtrooper suit uh, in a stormtrooper suit help to guess at, um, at the transports. They split up, enter two lifts. Finn tells them to go down, but they go up instead. One of the vehicles is spotted by an, an AT-AT pilot and is almost blasted. In the next room, audio animatronic uh, figures of Kylo Ren and General Hux are seen atop the ship's bridge discussing the situation. Suddenly, a uh, resistance ship fleet appears, and Ren notices the transports. The ride attempts to escape, but Ren jumps down in front of them and ignites his lightsaber as he tra- as the transport enters the two lifts through the door. Though the doors close in front of them before he can get to them, as the lifts go down, Kylo's lightsaber suddenly cuts through the ceiling as they escape. The riders then enter a room with three cannons firing at the uh, resistance, which they pass under. And make it into the next room where Ren uses the force on the transports, demanding that they tell him the whereabouts of resistance base. Suddenly, a hole is blasted into the wall, and Ren is almost blown out into space as debris falls over him. The transport enters the next room and enters the escape pods, where the ride turns into a motion simulator. After two other pods uh, eject, the ride pods undergo a sudden drop and escape back onto Batuu. Uh, the transport exits the simulator and enters the hangar where auto uh, animatronic Beck is seen in his escape pod, having just crash landed in the base. So, because of the fact that they're using trackless technology, they are utilizing audio animatronic figures everywhere. They are uh, utilizing the trackless si- uh, system where you can go underneath, underneath huge life-size Imperial walkers. You're able to, to then use. You're then able to use. Trackless, uh, trackless technology to get onto an elevator, a working elevator. You use that to then take your trackless pod into a motion simulator. It's insane all the different technologies that they used on this ride. This is without even riding it. I'm saying this is the best ride ever made. Oh, can I, can I can I start listening to you again after you've ruined the entire ride? Oh yeah, for I me? completely changed oh, it out. Shut up. But also, it's like they um, Spoiler redeemed alert, themselves for the <laughs> dumpster fire that was Luigi. I agree with them. They and, really and did. And Smuggler's Run. They really did. Oh, boo. So, yeah. this is trackless technology as we have as we know it now. Yeah. Trackless technology that has a director stationed in each room 
to monitor what every vehicle is doing, is using RFID to monitor where things are on the floor. This is what we have. But because of that, you can only have so many vehicles in a certain scene at a certain time. You cannot have, like normal, I think the most they have in one area at a time with this technology is between six to eight. Okay. Hmm. A company called Kavu, C-A-V-U Designs, just launched the first self-contained driving vehicle. So instead of having a proprietary CPU or a director that is controlling each vehicle, the vehicle mm. contains everything within itself to be self-driven and self-guided. Wow. So what what they're saying that this is able to do is instead of having a director and using RFID for everything, the it's going to be able to map its area and where it is. And you program what you want the movements to do. But based on where other vehicles in, are in the in the the same area as them, it can go in any number of directions. It's basically limitless possibility for what these vehicles can do, um, and you can have you hopefully, can, I mean, hopefully, hopefully, considering how <laughs> rise of the resistance goes down consistently still. And see, and with this vehicle, what they're saying is that these are, these are being used in warehouses twenty four hours a day with like ninety nine percent uptime. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to be way more dependable than what they're using right now. Um, and you, because of the fact that you now don't have to build the infrastructure in for you know having all the computers and having everything in there, you can actually sh- like make the the ride itself a little bit smaller. Um, the vehicles can be themed any way you want, um, and this was all released in Orlando, and I wasn't able to find the patent, but there's currently a patent out okay. from Disney. For these self-contained vehicles, nice. so oh. I have a feeling that we'll be seeing something like this soon. So not in Disneyland, that's for sure. Not in, we don't we get anything fun. Well, there's no room. They're landlocked, man. I mean, we get rise, but I mean, yeah, but I mean, if, they, if they could uh, decimate an entire land for Mar- for the Avengers, okay, I'm actually fully can, on board for this. Room. Yeah, I kind of am too. What for this Marvel land or? Really? Land. I mean, like, you got I'm rid really of Bugs of Land for you got rid of a movie land for a genre genre land. Or it's a smart move. Is it genre? That's not the right word. No, no. but but it's something. It's big. It's a it's universe something. land. You, it's a universe Mo- movie land to universe land. It makes and perfect it fits, sense, and it does fit so perfectly because Tower of Terror is right there. Yeah, and that's already marvelly. Marvel Land is going to be something. Now, did you guys see the new? I'm sorry, I'm done. So Yay! did you guys see did you guys see the video of the new um the Spider Man thing? Yeah, I'm gonna cover stuff? in the news, yeah. Okay. See, Stop you, talking. I haven't seen the video. Okay. No, well I, I guess I you still won't because uh I can't show you, but well, I'll no, talk I, about I it. I can make I can make the Google machine do it. It's fascinating. You're hmm. fascinating. Wow, that's a very nice compliment. Uh it is. Let's do some news. That's interesting, Terrence. Thank you. Yeah, You're I welcome. liked it. You're welcome. March in the past. Homie, oh. <laughs> I have no idea how to fix it. It's the speed. Oh, okay. I'll just... You know, why didn't I think of that? To look for the speed button. I should have done that. Obviously, you my beer all over my computer. It's the speed. Duh, dude. Yeah, come on. I, I should have done that. I'm so sorry, Bev. Let me look now. Huh. Can't find it. <laughs> but, well, hold on. When she says speed... She means you need to speed it up. Yeah, right. No, don't, don't slow it down. <laughs> oh, sure I thought if I page. went if I went too fast, it would explode. Yes. Can't go over 80, <laughs> I'm, 80 BPM. I'm sorry. I stated the obvious. Well, you know, you kind of did. Eh, whatever. 
but it's I funny because like nothing I'm I also do not will, wrong. To, to it will work. Like even changing the pitch won't work. It's just I don't know. Something's weird. You like changed the file. You changed the, the I think you the saved the DNA of the file. I did. <laughs> I did something. It's like Jurassic Park. Literally, sorry, not sorry. <laughs> uh, well, since Terrence talked about it already. Where is my news? Disney's animatronic Spider-Man will swing over Disneyland crowds this summer. And, uh, Taryn, you and I saw the place where they're testing this when we drove around and made uh, imagine, imagineering uh, a we couple did? years ago. Yeah, and we picked up our friend. We, like it was like in between buildings. You'll see the video and you'll recognize the outside of the buildings. But we saw the, like the netting and we mm-hmm. weren't really allowed to talk about it. It was oh. on the Imagineering story too. It was on the mm. la- end of the last episode. Yeah, uh, Disney uh, Imagineers have developed an animatronic Spider-Man that will be flying over Disney California Adventure Park soon. Disney Parks announced that the mechanical superhero will debut this summer along with the grand opening of Avengers Campus. It will be performing spectacular acrobatic flips and classic Spider-Man mid-air poses over the buildings of the new plaza. So you can look, just Google animatronic Spider-Man. You'll mm-hmm. see the video. Uh, this is a particular one is from TechSpot, but whatever. Uh, the teaser video captured at a, quote, top secret location, which is Imagineering in Glendale, uh, gives a small <laughs> taste of what to expect. However, the behind-the-scenes testing video hammers home how amazing the Spider-Man animatron will be when it swings into action. After being flung from a cable... So you know how like a trebuchet kind of works, yeah. where like the the string a will like trebuchet? cap. Yeah, What's that? I'm literally explaining it to you where a string uh, catapults like a rock or something over. Oh, okay. It's like a catapult, but it swings around and gets more uh, kinetic force. Hmm. Uh, after being flung from a cable, the life-size robot executes picture-perfect Spider-Man poses in mid-air. Even a seasoned stuntman would have a hard time pulling off such graceful tricks without quite a bit of practice. <laughs> Imagineers were able <clears throat> to get the uh, endoskeleton perfectly balanced and articulated so that it does not look uh, so, so it does not over rotate or look clumsy. And so I'm like reading this, and I'm going, "This is stupid." And so this particular article, there's a, a like I said, a, a preview video from from Disney, and it looks it's like this is gonna be this is gonna look like someone from the Pirates of the Caribbean, and you just put him in a yes. catapult and flow, you know, throw him around. But you watch the testing video. Dude, it's crazy. Oh. It is amazing. Didn't we watch something like this when they were first talking about this with the dummy and it flipped? They flung it yes. out the thing. And- yes, okay, that was like you. a few wow. years back. Yes. yes. This is too much. No, it's amazing. No, I'm guy in that so kind of much stuff, more man. excited. I love horrible. it. Also, the, the, the preview um, you know, thumbnail on the video, um, Spider-Man got cakes. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Better <laughs> make some cakes. See those things? What's up, girl? Yeah, what's up, what's up baby? But I mean, Whoa. here you can just like any bad. Look at it. That's incredible. Um, it 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 really is, man. Like watching this thing just get launched from this cable, and it 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 does some poses, man. There they are. <laughs> That's so. I I think this is amazing. It's it's so crazy to think about how far technology has come. Yeah. Where you're able to there do it goes. this. There it goes right there. And then just launches in the air. I and just... those are Spider-Man like, boop. That's so cool. I mean, con- considering like our parents had to get off the couch to change the channel on right. the TV. Bro. 
I had to do that even. I know. But, you know, we didn't have a nice TV at the time. But <laughs> it's like it, that, that to me kind of blows my mind is, yeah. is whenever I see somebody, um, you know, over 70 mm-hmm. or whatever, I, just, I think of all of the things that they've experienced, whether they know it or not, yeah. and, and where we are today. It, yeah. it, it, it's, it's, it's mind-blowing. It's man. too much. I feel like we have it too good now. What, I, yeah. just, it's too much. Skynet, <laughs> I'm telling you, man. But anyway, so check that out. That'll be cool. So I, I want to stand corrected. I thought it was going to look hokey, but it looks amazing. I'm doing this um, presentation at work yeah. about this new system that we're using, and I start it with explaining how far technology has gone and why we should be using it and blah, blah, blah. And so one of the things like I found was that so Apollo 11, which is what sent Neil Armstrong to the moon, had used like 32,000 bytes of RAM. And our phones, a four gigabyte phone, now uses like four billion bytes of the same RAM. Yeah. And it's literally over a million times stronger. Like our phones are more than a million times stronger than the computer that sent a man to the moon. Like, it's insane. It is. And that's not even that many years. I don't know how many, so that's why I said that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Purple, Well, don't let anybody know. <laughs> no. Don't tell I almost them. made an allegedly joke, but I'm going to not. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Yeah, Kubrick is really good at faking the moon landing, that's for sure. Uh, have you guys seen or heard about Hamilton, the play? Yes. Yeah. You guys, who's seen it? I haven't oh. seen it. Oh, none of us have Okay, rich. but you've I've heard it. it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh, I was like, Damn. <laughs> I'm on the daily lottery. I haven't won yet. For for the Hamilton tickets. They have ticket. There's a lottery for yeah, the tickets? Yeah, it's an app, and you just, every day God. you apply for What is this, really? the Book of Mormon? I mean, come hmm. on. It's probably bigger. Well, apparently Disney bought the the movie rights I've heard this. to oh, Hamilton, nice. and they're going to release a film version. I'm up for that, because I'm never going to go see it. Well, I'm never going to go see it either, dude. Who cares? Like, I don't really care. <laughs> never going to win the lottery. Uh, Disney announced Monday. The, first of all, if that's the lottery you're going to... If you're going to win one lottery, I don't want it to be tickets to a play. <laughs> right. Here's a chance to buy more things. No, no. Give me uh, give ten, me a million dollars. The tickets? The tickets are 10 If you win the lottery, the tickets are $10, oh. but they're like $200 tickets. So it's worth it. I don't like it. Uh, Disney announced Monday that it will release a film version of the Tony-winning musical Hamilton, featuring the original Broadway cast and filmed on stage at that. the Richard Rogers Theater in New York City. Obtaining the rights to the movie set for release October 15th, 2021. So it lo- sounds like they're just going to record uh, the play. Yeah, it's gonna be a, a movie version, but it's movie is the play. Yeah, <coughs> which I like in my it. Um, communication is a my communication was very good with that. It's a movie, but a play, but a movie. <laughs> uh, it's a huge cue for Disney, a coup for Disney, which topped ten billion dollars in box office sales last Jeez. year, and allows a stage show that still fetches eye watering ticket prices. <laughs> eye watering because it hurts because you're. <laughs> anyway, that's it. That's all I got for you. Ten billion? That's what that's what Disney raked in last year in the box office. Ten bills, dude. That's a lot. That's yeah. insane. I didn't yeah. even think people went to the movies anymore. Well, and you would think that uh, you know Disney has enough money, but no, no, no. Disney chairman apologizes to PTA, asked to pay oh. a fee. After the Lion King screening. This happened right here in our backyard in Brambrican, Berkeley, California. An elementary school showed a privately owned DVD of the Lion King at a movie night, which was also a fundraiser. 
and apparently somehow the uh, the licensing company that Disney uses caught wind wow. and sent them a bill for two hundred fifty dollars. Sent a that's fundraiser so... a bill? Yeah, yeah. bro, come that's on. gross. Bob, that's gross. That is that's a little off brand. Also, See, well, oh, so I I don't I don't fault Disney for it because it very like this article specifically is in the New York Times because <laughs> I'm elevated. Um, <laughs> specifically calls out the licensing firm that Disney uses. Right. So I feel like it's a lot of... Like, Disney lawyers are sort of autonomous in that way, where they just look for stuff. Right. I right, feel like right. this company just looks for this stuff and go, oh, well, you gotta... I mean, on the one hand, it's the letter of the law. You have to get a license for it. Right. And they make a note to say, like... Um, Where's the number? Uh, 25,000 schools across the country had licenses for this kind of stuff. And the, I would the Berkeley never. one did it. I would never think about I it either. I would never think about that. Well, I don't know. Maybe I would because I, I've read so many articles over the years of people doing this kind of stuff where they go, oh, I'm just going to charge uh, tickets and then you can watch m- this movie. It's like that's not how it works. Yeah. You have but to. But is it different if you're charging for the event and not to watch a movie? Like, yeah. It's just part of It's on during the event. Well, I mean, I guess it makes sense. No, because it's – I mean – It's like paying music. Like royalties. when we do festivals, I have to pay ASCAP. Yeah, for the bands that play for the music that they play. Hmm. You mean people are going to get caught? Ridiculous. It That's is. Funny. Well, but also, you know, the people who made this movie, which you know, Disney. I wonder. See, I, I guess that feeds into their residuals. All the people from yeah. the movie and stuff like that. So, you are you screening a, a piece of art that someone performed. If, they should get paid for that, regardless if it's for a good reason. But or somebody not. else owned it. It was their property to yeah, share. But if you next time you watch a DVD, which by the way, who watches DVDs? I, I It'll even, say yeah. like not for. It's only for private use. Yeah, and that's it. Well, and, you, and that this was not private use. This is public use. And if there's any city that's going to understand art and not selling and other people's paying art, people equal <laughs> money right, for the work that they've it is, done, it is Berkeley. It would be Berkeley. You would think, right? But so I'm sorry. The, the, the article was Disney apologizing to them or them apologizing yeah. to Disney? No, no. So uh, I guess Bob Iger caught wind of it and was like, it's fine. Um, so on Wednesday, uh, the school said that about $800 had been raised the night of the screening. But when they talked about it in the press, which, of course, they made it out to be, oh, Disney is coming did. after us, the poor school. And it was very much a cry me, even though that they were in the wrong they were they were in the wrong on this you can't you can't say you were correct that disney's trying to get money out of you because if they don't then they can't enforce that law copyright law is very very specific you have you cannot let people go get away with it you can't just go oh well like a case by case thing this guy's okay but that guy absolutely not no you have to come to terms and come to deal with those people so Anyway, uh, according to uh, Miss Drosty, whoever that is, the DVD copy of the 2019 version, so it's even the bad version of The Lion King, <laughs> used at the screening last November, had been purchased from Best Buy okay. by so a what? father at the school. Why is that a Who paragraph cares? in this article? <laughs> because he owns it in his mind. I can show it wherever they I know want all because the I details. bought it. The day Movie Licensing USA sent notice to Emerson PTA, Mr. Rosti reflected on Proposition 13, a 1978 voter initiative in California that critics say has made it difficult for public school districts to attain proper funding. 
paper. Mm -hmm. Who wants to hear an unbelievable story about how Disney is essentially fining Berkeley's Emerson Elementary School PTA $250 while reaping millions of dollars through a corporate loophole that has decimated public schools across America or uh, California? The fundamental message is this, she added. It's absurd that PTAs throughout California have to raise money, a lot, to pay for teachers and and financial scholarships when this can be easily remedied through investment in our public school. Literally nothing to do. You broke the law. Exactly. You are incorrect. This is what you should be teaching your kids. Do things the right way. Go through the right channels. I understand you think it's ridiculous, but this is the rule. If you want the rule changed, then change it. Exactly. But don't just circumvent it and then cry uh, foul when you get caught doing it. I agree. I, you know, anyway. um, Let me find out where uh, Hmm. Bob Iger jumps in on this. I'm not saying that I'm guilty of doing this. (laughs) <laughs> uh, okay. of that. Bro, I see like on social media all the time breweries. Oh, come on, we're going to screen the Bro, Big Lebowski. Seriously. You, you know they're not getting it, but some of them, some of them do. Yeah, like no. our friend uh, Steve, who's uh, still in Connecticut, he would yeah. they would get licenses for like Ghostbusters and stuff. Well, and that's what you should that, do. Yeah. yeah, that's exactly what you should be doing. Everybody needs to get paid, whether you uh, whether you think that they get paid too much or 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 that you don't get enough or that you're getting shafted. Yeah. I'm sorry, you got to follow the rules. And so they're saying, um, where is it? Uh, Let's see, uh, Bob Iger uh, said in a post on Twitter that the company apologizes to the Emerson Elementary School PTA and I will personally donate to their fundraising initiative. And that's the proper way. So it's not Bob Iger's fault this happened because he doesn't control everything. So he found out about it. He fixed the situation. Everything, this is how it should be. And it's the law. And it's the law. That's just what it is. It is. But, I mean, I don't think most people know that law. You know, in a previous life. Especially, like, a PTA. Like, yeah, no. It like, literally says on the DVD that you can't do the thing that everybody's there but, for. I mean, I think, but that's a little unclear, to be quite honest. It doesn't, you know, like, you for can't, public consumption, like, okay, well, I'm not going to take it to the movie theater and put it on the screen. You can't charge it on people. But you're charging people to do that. That's the, the you could no, I get it. everybody over to watch it for free, but if you the minute you charge them a dollar... Yeah, a penny. That's what. But only if you do it to watch the movie. So, like what Doug said in the chat, which is smart, charge them for the popcorn. Five bucks for a bag of popcorn, but you get to watch the movie for free. Mm-hmm. They can't. They can't get you with that because you're how not you, charging. You're not. It's, it's how you word it. It's how, it's how you, you word it. it. It's how you exactly. market it. But I've done that before. I back in the day, like at um, with youth, I would say, "Hey, five bucks. We're gonna go watch this movie. We're gonna watch the movie here." I should have been arrested or gotten charged <laughs> for it. I don't think arrested. You, don't, you know what I mean? But what I mean is that I was, Send him to I was, the gulag. I was breaking the law, but I don't. I didn't realize I was breaking the law. And I think that's... Breaking the law. Breaking the, breaking law. the law. Well, you know what? You, it's it's 250 bucks for a license, and you can... So it's that's a lot. K through 12. 250 bucks. You can screen Frozen 2 right now. You can do a fundraiser at school, watch Frozen to have a movie night, that's a third of what they made, though. Exactly. But they made money off watching this movie. Yeah, but I, I they th- still made. They're still making yeah. money. No, I know, but yeah. 
Yeah. They just need to not screen movies. They need to do something else. Or for suggested, their fundraiser. suggested donation. Or yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. It's two hundred and fifty dollars, and I think it's not even per movie. I think it's like a, a year thing it's or something. A one like time. That. I don't think it's Rome a one time. No, no, no. I mean, it's a, every... no. It is a one time thing for the year. Oh right. See, there you go. It's or, or for maybe a, for the quarter or whatever like, it is for multiple screens. Like they're doing a fundraiser every week. But why like, not? If it's so hard, have one every quarter. Have a summer movie night. I mean, yeah. you could do a lot with that license. So if you're going to pay for it, then you really got it. Anyway, whatever. I'm, oh, I don't care anymore. But kudos to Bob Iger, to Bobby I. You know what I mean? Yeah. Coming through with the big bucks. And if he was, if he's any kind of man, he should over-donate. He should give that school five grand. Match, match what they made. A hundred percent. No, yeah. uh, five no. grand. Oh, go over. Triple what they made. Something. Oh, okay. He really should. Oh. But then maybe that's going to think uh, make other people think they can do that. Exactly. Yeah, so, exactly. I don't know. People are ruining stuff. Uh, here's some breaking news. It's not really breaking news. But if you're going to go to uh, Disney World between February 15th through the 17th, very pointed news, the Muppets present Great Moments in American History is coming back. That's awesome. Um, yeah, with times all over the place. But yeah, they used to do it in, um, I want to say America Land, but what is it called? I forget what I've it's called. I've never been there, so I don't know. But the one should... where the pre- Hall of Presidents are. Is, uh... Yeah, but what is a stupid land called? Uh, Come pre- on. President Land. Yeah, that's what I think it is. It's President it's not Land. It's President not. Land. Is it like, like the Liberty uh, you, you, Liberty Square? Liberty, Liberty Square. Square. Yeah, thank, thank you very you. much. Good job. You guys, Beverly, no. Wow. Two ha- well, no. She said Liberty. Taryn said Square. Yeah. So two halves two of the brain, brain. The square work together. But are better than both of your brains. <clears throat> Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just don't. I just How don't. are you gonna say something about me? I didn't even make fun of you. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't know, so yeah. this is basically just the show's gonna turn into an episode of Married with Children. <laughs> we're, gonna have, we're gonna wear no ma'am shirts. Oh yeah, I remember that. <laughs> um, but yeah, so the Muppets used to do a thing, um, you know, and then uh, they stopped, and then now it's back for like two or three days. So that's cool because I love the Muppets and they're great. Do you remember? Uh, I think we've covered this a couple of times, but the the dude who got arrested for sneaking back into he was an employee of Disney World sneaking back in and like stealing a bunch of clothes and wigs oh, yeah. and stuff yep. and then mm. put it on eBay for sale. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, he's finally uh, been charged. Okay. Oh wow, that took a long time. Two Central Florida men accused of stealing hundreds of thousands. It's not even accused anymore. It's he's you know he just did it. He copped the plea. Yeah. Um, they've accepted plea deals to avoid jail time. Investigators say former employee Patrick Spikes and his cousin, get this guy's name, dude, Blayton Tonton. <laughs> Are you kidding me? No. B L A Y T I N T A U N T O N. Tonton. Oh, if you type in Blayton, Blayton into Google, Jeez. Tonton comes I thought up. They smelled bad on the outside. <laughs> That's yeah. right. I guess, you know, in, in the holding cell, if they, if they had gone to jail. Patrick could have just cut blatant open to sleep inside exactly. if he was cold. Um, they were <clears throat> in the business of swiping Haunted Mansion costumes, wigs, and other memorabilia and peddling them to collectors. The photos they took of each other, which we made fun of here on this very show, and the other items they stole from Disney World's Magic Kingdom and Epcot proved to be their undoing. Yeah, they remember they would take pictures and post them online yep. of the stuff that people were looking for. Like, these people... Are brain dead, yes. <laughs> or they're like a serial killer where they have to keep um, like a memento, and that's their memento. But they put it like on putting... social media. Yeah, I know, because oh, they like, they kind of want to get caught. I guess um, they entered uh, no contest. Please, Spikes, who was charged with dealing in stolen property, was sentenced to ten years probation. 
That's a lot Ten of probation. Years? That's a ton of probation. He's, you know, he's going to get caught up. I feel like, I feel oh, like, yeah. not to sound like you know, uh, like a politician or whatever, but the uh, the probation system is sort of designed to make people yep. mess up. Yep. Ten years of yep. probation. You know that kid's not going to check in one time and he's going to jail. Exactly. Or oh, yeah. Whatever, right? Exactly. Whatever they do, fine. I don't know because at this point it doesn't matter. But I feel like. Ten years is egregious, even it's for all this. Yes, that. Beverly, raising so your hand. Go they, ahead. They went to court in Orange County? Orange Florida. County, Florida. Orange County, Florida. 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 Okay, yeah. I was like, what? what? Wow. It's yeah. cool circle. <laughs> they shipped them out. It was real weird. But also, if you Google these guys, they literally look like the same person. They're the same person. Yeah, the cousins. And also, they're, they're... that last name doesn't fit that face. No. It does <laughs> not. Absolutely not. Um, so that was Spike's uh, Tauntaun, charged with grand theft, was sentenced to five years probation. Both will serve community service and share repayment of more than twenty five grand in restitution. The judge... I mean, imagine... So you've seen these guys. Yeah. Imagine how long it's going to take them to to both make $25,000. Oh, bro. <laughs> I know. Uh, the judge also gave them a specific order not to return to any Disney property while they are on probation. So uh, it should just be banned forever. I agree. I mean, I'm pretty sure Disney probably has them banned forever. So, do you know what he said when he left after he, okay, after the hearing? When asked if he had anything else to say, Spikes told reporters, "I'm going to Disney World," <laughs> which no. is kind of funny. That's Are you hilarious. Me? But also, like literally, he yeah. can't. <laughs> That's hilarious. Apparently, there are videos yeah. available. It says, watch, can I call my mom? Man accused of stealing Disney costume scuffles with officers. I think we played it even, actually, yeah. on the secret show or whatever. But uh... I call my mom. Nah, <laughs> fool. <laughs> You're done. Uh, anyway, that's it. That's the show, boys. That was okay, good. That was good. Yeah, that's it was show. a good time. Um, let's see. Oh, you know what? I, 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 keep, I need to read my notes better because you know what I forgot to talk about and I don't know why probably because I don't have any in front of me the 21st amendment mm-hmm. oh. you go to 21st amendment uh, doc I don't know I should I should I'm so used to like saying URLs that I just yeah anyway uh, the 21st amendment has been serving craft beer in uh, the San Francisco Bay Area for 19 years from their initial brew pub on 2nd Street which is just two blocks from Giant Stadium so if you if you come into San Francisco you want to see a Giants game if you don't go to the 21st Amendment on, at 563 2nd Street, you've done it all you wrong. You have not gone. Don't you've go not to lived. Yeah, don't go to the, the, the bar in the Giant Stadium, which is a very nice bar. Actually, you can, but do the 2 and A first. That's <laughs> yes. where a lot, of, a lot of local Giants fans meet up before and after the game. You, you got to do that. Yes. It's, a really, it's a really fun environment. 21st-amendment.com. Thank you very much. Uh, so from that place in San Francisco to the production brewery in Tapperm across the bay in San Leandro, the 21st Amendment is now available in 29 states, including in and around the parks. They just released a beer in collaboration with Pete's Coffee. Yeah, yeah. Mm, which I haven't cool. had yet. Yeah, I'm excited about that. So check that out. And you know what? If you are coming out here for some reason... Um, Go to the 21st Amendment locations because they do Strong Beer Month with uh, Magnolia. Mm-hmm. And uh, they have some really nice beers that come out every year. So yeah. uh, check that out. Uh, so next time you're in the city, visit the brew pub and shoot over to neighboring San Leandro to check out the production brewery and tap room for great beers and good food. And be sure to ask for the 21st Amendment wherever you find good craft beer. Uh, okay. What I do want to mention is, I believe, what's our next show? I forget our, what our next show is, is called. It's the history oh. of Autopia done Why by did Bev. I sign up for this. 
I, I signed up for this honestly in the hopes that I would find something interesting to make me yeah. not just despise it so much. Bev is, I'm so excited. Bev for is it. the Bev is Silas from uh, from. Um, <laughs> The, uh, the what's that Dan Brown friggin' Da Vinci Code? He was just self-flagellate all the yeah. time because because he, he's I he, do flagellate all the time. <laughs> he, he was weird and pale, Aww. and he hated himself, <sighs> and he liked to hurt himself. <sighs> so that's you, weird, pale. I, I, Auto- hate yourself so by doing pale. Autopia. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's winter. Eh, whatever you go do. Pale in the summer. <laughs> <laughs> so after that, I think the third is our next show. Speaking of Eric from the from the beginning of the show, he's coming on to talk Run Disney. Eric from Concierge. Nice. Is it coming back to? Our um, well, I don't know. He, he might uh, he might know a thing or two, but I doubt it. But we're going to talk about basically if you are interested in doing a run, which I think you should. I had a good time doing the five k. I would never do the ten k. That's not true. I might. Um, but if you if you're interested about that, obviously Concierge can help you. But uh, Eric will talk about how to prepare for the race, what to expect, and then more importantly, how to have fun afterwards because that was a big fear that we had is how are we going to spend a full day at Disneyland after running 5,000 miles which I think is what a 5k it is yeah it felt like let alone Disney World where it's also hot oh my god I can't even imagine no and there's more walking to do Mm -hmm. there's a lot of stuff they're still not doing running at in Anaheim no done with that forever I don't know forever they can't can't be forever but I would imagine not at least until after the Disney Vacation Club uh, building is built yeah, just I think they're trying to figure out what they're doing here, and then yeah. and so their development team is like, "Hey, let's not screw this up any more than we already have. Right. Keep it canceled. Let's figure Just out what we're building. Pump those breaks, and then we'll talk." Yeah. Well, anyway, that's the full show, everybody. So, that's good. That's uh, good times. thank you for tuning in, Terrence. You did a good job, buddy. Thank you, Bev. You Hi. did a good job, buddy. Thanks. <laughs> Breaking my clamp. I got a good his breaker of things. Back to <laughs> Amazon, dude. Yeah, that. I feel like this clamp is representative of my spirit. That really wasn't my fault. Oh, I really wasn't muscling it close. No, it's a cheap compressed thing. Whatever. Uh, anyway, thanks a lot to concierge. Thanks a lot to Twenty uh, First Amendment. Wherever you find them, drink their beers. They're they're good stuff. We love them over here. And we'll be back in a couple weeks for the next show. Yeah, yeah uh, the 20th. 20th. I so promise it. You live people. It'll be yeah. something. It'll be something. Hopefully I'll get my clamp replaced. <laughs> clamp. Whatever. Anyway, uh, yeah, you live people, come back. Come back. Let's hang out in the chat room. That was a good time. Um, Supreme Resort, the uh, case of the poos is what I'm going to call it. <laughs> That'll be up in a couple days, probably tomorrow, actually. So, so check out the latest <laughs> Supreme Resort. Be sure to go into their Facebook group and check them out as well and join the conversation. So I started a Facebook group for Ears Up In Depth, and I'm like, I don't want to run this. <laughs> so there's, it's literally just me and Jeremy, and we just talk to each other. It's really boring. So you're not texting, but texting. <laughs> yeah. But we might do one for this show. I don't know if anyone's interested. I think interested. you should do one for this show. I think so, but too. Who wants to, you want to run it? No. What, what do you have to run? You have to post topical conversational stuff don't and we have reply media to people. people? I can. Be- I, I couldn't even get Maddie to post for this dumb show today. I had to do it myself. Huh. That's why it was funny. I'll do it for like three weeks and then I'll forget about it. Yeah, you have other stuff to do. Yeah. Terrence should do it, but he's busy. I have no time. Man. Terrence would be the best. If yeah, Terrence right. starts posting more of his questions on Facebook, then I'll be like, then, then we reach out to him again and go, uh-uh. You do these questions on ears up. <laughs> if all I have to do is put, yeah, okay. You know what? I'll do it. 
I got it. I got no. it. No, no, I'm doing you're, it. You're saying yes, and then you know what's funny huh. is we were I'm we were at it. we were at our I'm friend uh, Gloves uh, Greg yeah, not yeah. Greg's birthday party, and I was talking to Angry Becca. Oh, you got invited yeah. to that? Huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh snap! I didn't realize you didn't get it. Well, hi, what's going on? No, honestly, we're not that close with them. So I, neither are we. But oh, yeah, I don't know how we got invited. That was the conversation Becca and I had on the way there. Bev coming? That's what I thought too. I was like, "Where's Bev?" I don't know. <laughs> um, anyway, so <laughs> Greg, please don't be uncomfortable by this. <laughs> he said he didn't like you, so it's fine. Go on. Yeah, so fair was, enough. He actually, we actually had a dartboard with your face on. It. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Honestly, that's amazing. Yeah, um, and and uh, we were talking about you know how how you don't have a whole lot of time, but but Becca was like, "Well, you know, he's really." focusing all his energy into into the new job and just going back to school and all that kind of yeah. stuff. And I go, yeah, you know what? That's really cool. I was actually really proud of Terrence because I contacted him to ask him to run this stupid Facebook group I was thinking about doing. Yeah. And he said he didn't have time. And I feel like old Terrence would have said yes and then not done it. Okay, so I'm not going to do it now. And then so Becca's like, oh, you, oh, he didn't tell me that? That's weird. But I'm like, yeah, but I guess. Yeah. But also, it's cool that he now knows that he's learning yeah. his limitations. I think that's great. I didn't have time so. to talk to Becca, so. <laughs> <laughs> so now, I don't know what to think. Yeah. I can. I actually can do it. I can do it. Mm. It's not a... It's not a if he just has to post a question or whatever. Yeah, I got you. All right. I got you. All right. Well, uh, thanks a lot, everybody, for tuning in. You may or may not hear about an uh, a Ears Up group. I don't know. <laughs> we'll see. Um, okay. Until <laughs> next time, everybody, we will see you in the parks.